Hey, everybody. This is Bonnie Bonadeo, your host for SOS Salon Business Success Podcast, where we are building brands that survive while developing people that thrive. So welcome, you guys. This is actually the the initial launch of my new podcast. As many of you know, I've done radio shows and podcasting for the last five years. Um, I built up a great repertoire of following um, in my uh, uh, radio show and podcast that I did called Beauty Inside. Inside and out. That was a very broad show. Um, it represented uh, many um, elements of the beauty industry as well as health, wellness, and spa. Um, and so I enjoyed doing that for all these years, but I wanted to narrow my focus a little bit more to the business that I feel is most critical and needs the most support right now, and that is the salon business. You know, in our COVID times and, you know, uh, post-COVID uh, shutdown, salons are really struggling to be able to build themselves back up again and find that, um, you know, that profitability and that value that they need. So I decided to, you know, stop doing a big, broad opportunity and narrow my focus down, and that's what the SOS Salon Business Success Podcast is all about. And so I'm glad you're here. Now, I'm uh, based on Anchor, but you can find me on Spotify and five other ones. But if you just go to Anchor, um, and I'll have that link for you at the end here, it's um, easy to find and easy to listen to. I have about four or five other shows on there as kind of just an overview of what I'm about, what I'm doing. But this one really is my original and first podcast um, in this new uh, title. So I'm, I'm glad to be doing it again. I'm glad to be, have you here. And today we're just going to kind of talk about, uh, we're going to do a, a very 40,000 foot view of what the SOS salon business looks like and how you can uh, create some success for yourself. We're of course going to have guests that we'll bring on to be able to share their ideas, their, uh, their know, you know, what they know, what they want you to do, what, they, what, you know, what needs to be done in order for salons to be successful. And let me kind of define right now then who the salons are that we're, um, we're talking about here. Now, Anybody in the beauty industry obviously can listen to this podcast and you're still going to get value out of it. So whether you're a stylist or a service provider working in a salon or spa, um, maybe you're a sweet stylist or you're a sweet owner. Uh, maybe you're an indie brand or a manufacturer or distributor, a salesperson to um, some beauty brands. All of you guys are welcome to be able to be a part of this podcast because it's designed to be able to give you ideas and incentives as well as um, opportunities to look at what it's going to take for us to be successful. Ultimately, though, my ideal client for this podcast is the employee-based salon owner. And the reason why is because our industry has become very fragmented and finding quality staff and nurturing and quality clients has never been more difficult, okay? Never been more difficult. And it's just kind of a sign of the times. But I believe that the employee-based salon is a foundational business that will never go away. It just needs to be rebuilt a little bit again. It needs to have um, a little bit more opportunity for people to want to come back to work in a team environment, for people to want to come back to work in that salon um, 
in that busy salon feel. And um, I do believe it's going to come back around and be a very, very um, popular business um, as we kind of get through our transitions that we're in right now. In the meantime, while we're during COVID times though, I wanna be able to provide you guys with strategies and opportunities to understand what you can be doing in order to make your business more successful at this point in time. And how we're going to do that is based on the framework that I have. But first, I want to take you back a little bit. I want to take you back into the early days of the salons. And I'll reference barbershops as well into this. And of course, any barbers or barber um, shop owners are, are going to get value out of this podcast as well. So if we take ourselves back into the salon of the yesteryears, I want you to think about how we service clients. And how we service clients was really in that capacity of um, in that capacity of doing weekly clients okay so it was all shampoo set type of clientele and each and every week you did that same client so that client didn't necessarily do their own hair at home they came in they got a shampoo and a set and then that set lasted them for the entire week until they came again next week so when you think about that type of a clientele and how our industry started out that way, it made sense that first of all, you could build up a clientele fairly fast. You had weekly clients that were on your books. So it, you always had money coming in to be able to do that. And if you look at the compensation of how salon started, which was, you know, a commission based environment, if you had those weekly clients coming back to you every week, then you made money from those clients every week. So if it was a, a portion of the proceeds, which, we, which is how we look at a commission-based environment now, I got a portion of that particular business. That shampoo set may have been, say, $5, and I got 50% of that. So I made $2.50, and I'm talking way back, you guys, even before my time. And... Um, and then the client would leave a tip. Let's say that they left a tip of 50 cents. So I made $3 on that client. And I did, you know, 10, 12, even 15 sometimes clients in a day. Then that's how I made money being able to do that. Now, moving forward to today's environment in a salon, obviously we have so much more diversity of the services that we're offering, but we also have clients that are very savvy about doing their own hair at home. They, they're not coming in for weekly sets. Maybe some of them are coming in for weekly blow dries, but certainly not weekly sets in a sense, um, unless you're dealing with that, with that elderly clientele. And they're going four, six weeks without coming in. So, it appears just understanding this knowledge here that we would have to have two, three, four times as many clients as we would have had to have back in the day. Okay. So if you had say in the shampoo set, you had 40 clients that you saw in a week. Okay. You worked four days and you had 10 clients a day. You had 40 clients in a week. And every week you had those 40 clients that came in. You could make a living off of 40 clients today the number would be more like 140 that you would need in order to be a successful stylist. And if you're a salon owner, you would need to look at that. Let's say you're just going to average it at 100. If you have five stylists, you're going to need to have 500 clients in order to keep that salon 
up and running. Doesn't mean profitable even at this point. That means just up and running. Of course, also the diversity of pricing and services that are being offered from one location to another, one city or community to another, has a lot of variables in it too. Our expertise, our you know knowledge that we know as stylists adds even a further variable to that. But I want you to think about that Commission is not a negative word and commission is not a bad thing if that's how you're starting out. But there is this, this, this opportunity that you actually have to be very good at sales and marketing and branding of yourself in order to build up that clientele over time that reaches that 100 mark or that 120 or 140 mark. It does take time to build that clientele. Okay, and marketing and branding is going to be the number one way in order for you to build up the clientele. Now, I said marketing and branding. I didn't say social media or, you know, email campaigns. I, I'm talking the very big picture with all of that. So we're going to talk a little bit about that. Now, when I was 15 years old, I, um, I got a job at McDonald's. Okay. I wasn't old enough to be working at McDonald's. You actually had to be 16 to work at McDonald's. But I knew at 16 I wanted a car. So I had to save up enough money. I had to go to work and save up enough money in order to buy a car so that when I got my driver's license, I had a car because I was intending that summer after my sophomore year to attend beauty school. And I was going to have to drive myself to beauty school because it was off campus and it was part of my high school program. So I had this all planned out. I'm going to go to work at McDonald's when I was 15 and I'm going to save up enough money so that by the time I'm 16, I have a car and then I can at that summer between my sophomore and junior year, I could start beauty college. And by the time I got out of beauty college and graduated from high school, which was in the very same week for me, um, I was able to go out and start working into the industry at that point in time. Now I want you to think about how I got paid at McDonald's, okay? So I, at the time, and this is so crazy to even think about it, and that the fact that I can even remember this, I made $3.35 an hour working at McDonald's, okay? Now, if I was servicing clients, getting orders, okay, so I probably had, in my shift of eight hours, I probably saw more than 100 clients in an eight-hour shift. I could definitely provide customer service for 100 clients at McDonald's, and in that entire hour, I only made $3.35, okay? So when I saw the opportunity to be able to work on commission and to be able to, you know, and I was a go-getter, I'm very driven, and I was able to say, wow, I could make a lot of money in the, in the beauty industry if I do this right, because it's based on commission. So the more clients I have, the more money I can make. So if I could do 10 clients um, in a day and make half of what that was, I would be way better off than, say, making $3.35 minimum wage an hour um, working for McDonald's. So I saw the advantage to this. Now, I'm sharing all this with you guys because I want you to think about some of the, the, the way that the industry created its compensation program, the way that the industry built, uh, you built a clientele. And we're going to go back to some of these very basic mindsets um, and strategies because it, it hasn't changed that much over the years. Now, we're lucky today because we have things like social media. We have things like email campaigns and texting opportunities in order to build up our clientele and to be able to promote. But the problem is, is what most of us don't know is how to be able to create that really strong brand um, identity and then how to market 
that identity out there in order to build up a clientele. So here's how I define marketing and branding. Marketing is sales with a plan. Branding is sales with a soul. Okay, so the branding has to be more personal, more intimate, more emotionally connected. Marketing, of course, is the strategy that you're going to apply in order to put out the branding content in there. So I hope that helps. All right, so let's get started with what the podcast then is going to be about each and every week. We are going to look at defining this SOS. Whoops, went too far. Defining the SOS. So here's a question that I'm going to ask you, and I want you to know that this podcast too, you should have a little notepad um, or something by your side because you're going to need to take some notes because I'm going to ask you some very pointed questions that if you can answer them, I promise you it will help you in your marketing and branding strategy. It will help you in all of your success as a business to be more profitable here. So I'm going to ask you, this is the SOS framework here. What is your current challenge that you're facing right now as a industry professional, as a salon owner, let's say, okay? What's the current challenge you're facing? And it could be something like, which is very, very uh, predominant right now, finding new clients or finding new staff. It could be one of those two things, okay? So let's just say new clients for right now. Let's just focus on new clients. And then I want you to define, here's the second question. I want you to define success if this challenge did not exist. In other words, if finding new staff was easy and you were successful at it, what would success look like for you? You would have a full staff, you would have clients, more clients able to come in and accommodate those open times with your, with your, with your new staff and your team, you'd be making more money, right? So this is, so this is really kind of like, in a sense, a sales process here. Now I want you to think about what are the opportunities if you overcame the challenge, okay? What are the opportunities? If I had more staff, I might be able to do more other things in my business. In other words, I'd be able to work on my business than working in my business. If I had uh, I'm sorry, clients, more clients. If I had more clients, I'd be able to put them in the chairs of my staff. So I'd be able to focus on other things, working on my business instead of in my business. If I had more new clients, I'd be able to be more profitable. If I had more clients, I'd be able to hire more staff. If I had more clients, um, I would definitely be able to bring home more money to my family. If I had more clients, I might be able to open up a second location. Okay, so all, these would be all the opportunities based on having new clients. And then I want you to think about the number one strategy you could implement to solve this challenge. And so if you think about what's it going to take for you to get new clients, what is the absolute strategy, one strategy, not seven, not 10, one strategy that you could do to implement in order to solve this problem, it would be probably marketing or it would be selling you know, uh, a, selling a referral program to your existing clients, or it would be marketing to new clients, okay? And then the questions become, what do I market? How do I market? Where do I market? When do I market? How many times do I market? Who am I marketing to? Um, do I buy ads? Do I not buy ads? These are all the strategy questions that you're going to answer. But here's the thing. I want you to only focus on one strategy. And then what we're going to do is we're going to put together, you know, different, uh, key component actions, different actions that's going to get you to that solution that you're going to get to. So the SOS strategy is success, opportunity, and strategy, okay? The framework for SOS, 
the whole point of our salon coaching program and the whole point of this podcast is to be able to say, how do you define success? What opportunities are going to get you closer to success? And what strategies do you need to implement in order to achieve success? Okay. And each week we're going to talk about a different one. All right. So let's look at now the, the strategy um, uh, framework here. Okay. So the some strategy framework is sales, operations, mindset, marketing, and education. Sales, operations, mindset, marketing, and education. Those are the five pillars of success. If you can get more savvy in any one of these and all five of these pillars of success, you will have a profitable business, okay? So let's start with sales. What is the impact on sales from this challenge that you're having? What's one thing you can do to fix this challenge, okay? So if you want more new clients, and you're hoping that more new clients are going to increase your sales, what are you going to have to do in order to get more new clients in order to increase your sales? Okay. You're going to have to probably market. All right. You're going to have to put a strategy together to be able to market. Operations is the second part of our sum strategy. What system or process needs to be developed in order to fix this challenge? If you want new clients, operationally, you might need to be promoting a referral program. Okay. So you might need a system for a referral program. You might need a system to be able to buy ads online to recruit or to, uh, to engage with new potential clients. It might just be a process. It might just be that you're going to do a incentive program with existing clients to help them refer to new clients. It might be placing an ad in maybe your city's magazine. It might be um, going on to LinkedIn. It might be promoting on Instagram, okay? So either one of these, there's still marketing elements, but it's gotta be a system of operations that you're gonna be able to do that. So then you have to think from an operation standpoint, how do I know that this is a new client? How am I accommodating this new client? What system am I doing differently when a new client comes into my salon versus an existing client? Do you have a plan of action for new clients to stand out a little bit more than existing clients in there? Okay. So again, operations, we're going to talk about operations, a whole, you know, just one, one of these shows is going to be devoted to operations and um, guests that can help us with operations. And under operations is systems, leadership, finances, hiring and recruiting would fall under operations. Okay. Being able to read certain reports in your business, uh, retention reports, pre-booking reports, sales to service, um, uh, uh, sales from service to retail percentages, uh, client tickets, um, average client ticket um, costs, all of those things could be under the operation system. Um, again, systems, leadership, finance, all right? The third element of the SEM strategy is mindset. What do you need to overcome to mentally and emotionally fix the challenge you're up against? So if new clients is the challenge, are you thinking, um, I'm too expensive. Um, I can't find new clients or maybe you're saying a salon just opened up across the street. So I, I it's too competitive. Um, maybe you're like, I don't know where to find them. 
um, I don't know how to get new clients into my salon, okay? So sometimes your mindset can be, you might understand how to sell and operate and market and even educate, but sometimes your mindset might be what's stopping you from being able to put a strategy in place and have it be effective and successful for you. So we'll look at some mindset um, opportunities in our sessions as well um, and in our podcast sessions as well to be able to help you understand what might be going on for you that to not give up hope. And I know how frustrating it is as a salon owner right now. You guys wear many, many hats. And um, to be able to say what might be stopping you based on how you think or feel right now and how can we overcome that, all right? And then of course, the fourth part of the sum strategy is marketing. Now this is a big, big category. And the reason why I say this is a big category is because it can solve a lot of problems for you. If you understand how to market and brand your business and yourself as a business owner or as an independent person or a provider, you will then be able to naturally grow your business. Marketing and branding is the number one thing that you need to add to your, your, your time, money, and energy list is marketing, okay? So what's the number one marketing action you can implement to fix this challenge? If it was new clients, remember we're talking about new clients as that challenge as an example here. If it's new clients, then you're going to need to market for new clients. So you could put together a new client incentive. Maybe it's a special price on a program. Maybe it's a gift with purchase. Um, maybe it's a, you know, a special incentive purchase with uh, purchase of a service. Maybe it's a referral program, program with existing clients. Um, maybe it's an email campaign. Maybe it's a social media campaign. Maybe it's a social media ad campaign. Okay, so do you see where I'm going with this? That's all of your marketing elements. You just have to pick one to be able to say, I'm going to implement this in order to find new clients, okay? Now, marketing is a very big and broad category as well. And we're gonna talk a lot about marketing probably in each and every episode on our podcast here because it's always gonna be the solution. Now, I know right now a lot of people are saying, I need to hire new staff. And unless you have a supply and demand of clients that can't get in on your books two or three weeks out, um, you you probably don't need to be hiring new staff right now. What you might need to be doing is just um, trying to accommodate those clients that you currently have and increase the ticket for each of those clients that you have in order to increase your profits, okay? So we know that there's two ways to increase sales. One, sell more to the people you have. Two, find new clients to sell to, all right? So in your marketing strategy, you're gonna implement that as well. Of course, our example is, is that we're talking about new clients here. And then, of course, the fourth and final part of the SUM strategy, strategy S-O-M-M-E strategy, is education. What do you need to know, learn, or, uh, know or learn to fix this challenge? So maybe you're thinking, I don't really know how to post on social media. Or I don't know how to put together an ad together to run on Facebook for new client campaigns. Or I don't know how to track referrals if they're coming in. Or I don't know how to make a new client coming into my salon feel special. Um, those type of things. So again, what education do you need to learn 
or know in order to fix this challenge. So each and every episode will be going through this particular strategy here. And we're going to start next week with sales. We're going to, following week, we're going to go into operations, mindset, marketing, education. Okay. We're going to have special guests that are going to be focused and talking about each and every one of these categories as well, so that you can get a different perspective um, from mine and to be able to look at ways that, again, you can be uh, building your brand that will survive and developing yourself to thrive. Okay. All right. So here's what I want to offer to you in the first part of it as part of this podcast. Obviously I want you to listen every week or whenever you can um, to the, to the podcast and that you're going to go to anchor.fm slash Bonnie Bonadeo anchor.fm slash Bonnie Bonadeo. That's how you're going to find it. You'll also find it on my um my business page, Bonnie Bonadeo coach business page. There will also be it as well. And it'll be in video format with some uh, PowerPoints as well, so that you can take notes, follow along or snap pictures of content that I'm providing visually. Okay. But obviously the anchor FM um, slash Bonnie dash Bonadeo. I think I forgot to say dash anchor F anchor dot FM slash Bonnie dash Bonadeo. Yeah, that's how you can find, listen each week. But I want to be able to support you guys with an opportunity to set up a free call with me. So if you need support in any one of these strategies, I always offer a free opportunity to be able to do a little bit of a discovery call with you and find out where you might be struggling and how not only can these podcasts help you, but maybe the, the SOS Salon Coaching Program can help you as well. And if you want to do that, you can go to um, www.bonniebonadeo.as.me slash SOS comp call, all one word, SOS comp call. Yep. So that's um, www.bonniebonadeo.as.me, M-E, slash SOS comp call. I always forget that with audio, you have to kind of spell things out a little bit more, don't you? And then, of course, I have an opportunity for you guys to get your name on a waiting list for a 12-week course that's coming up, which is going to tie in beautifully with the podcast, as well as some uh, opportunities to be able to get some, um, some great coaching great coaching, great strategy, and great opportunity to connect with other salon owners as well. And I will, um, and that is going to be at, hold on, I have that. Stay with me here. Stay with me here. Um, yes, you're going to go, gosh, I don't remember what that link is. I'm going to post that link in there. So stand by for that one. All right, you guys, that's, that was the introduction I wanted to do today. Stay tuned because next week we're going to be talking about sales. Uh, I've, I'm going to have special guests that are going to occasionally come on um, as we kind of progress through this and all of the SOS framework and the SUM strategy so that you can start learning and implementing what it's going to take for you to be a successful salon. Thanks for joining me today. And as usual, you'll be able to find these podcasts at anchor.fm slash Bonnie-Bonadeo or on my Facebook page, uh, Bonnie Bonadeo coach. Yeah. And they'll be posted, although we're doing, uh, we're doing the sessions every Monday, they're going to be posted every Wednesday onto that page and promoted out every Wednesday on my social media channels. So I look forward to you. And hey, and if you want to be a guest on the show as well, if you've got something to offer in one of these five um, categories or within our framework, I'd love to hear from you and have you be a guest as well. Thanks for sharing, everybody. I look forward to talking with you next week.